Hello, everyone. I hope that this finds you all safe and healthy, especially safe in these uh, uncertain times that we're uh, living in right now. I felt led to do a devotional on hope, um, and uh, I wanted to tackle it from a a perspective um, of comparing worldly hope to to Christian god godly hope um as there is a big difference between the two uh so we'll kind of look at a comparison of those two um and and for my youtube subscribers um yeah you may have noticed a bit of a change lately in the in the uh, end and and uh of the videos that I've been putting out uh the program I'm using to upload is is not really working very well on my computer my computer is kind of getting old so i apologize for that um if you do feel led uh you 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 can help support my work uh that i do and uh help me to get a, a computer that i can actually um do these videos um in a better format on and uh, not have to go the roundabout way i've been having to go out to get it to actually uh upload to youtube um no obligation just only if you f feel led to do so so with that out of the way let's take a look at worldly hope and what what uh f five quotes of people um with their view on on hope um from the worldly perspective um, so the first comes from the very well-known John Lennon. Uh, he says, you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will live as one. Um, and next we have T Tom Baudet, um, who is an author. Um, they say a person needs just three things to be truly happy in this world. Someone to to love, something to do, and something to hope for. Um, the next is from the very well-known Alfred Lord Tennyson. Hope smiles from the th threshold of the year to come, whispering it will be happier. The next is from the book Light in the Heart by Roy T. Bennett. Uh, never lose hope. Storms make people stronger and never last forever. Um, and the final one comes from the book Animal Dreams by Barbara Kingsolver. The very least you can do in your life is figure out what you hope for, and the most you can do is live inside that hope. Not admire it from a distance, but live right in it under its roof. So the common theme between all of these views of worldly hope is that it's just a feeling, a kind of wish, or some fanciful nice idea that people talk about with, with optimism. Um, it's kind of an empty, an empty hope um, that's not really f filled with um, anything beyond um, your earthly, your earthly possessions and earthly being, um, and nothing to do with with a, a true hope that's actually going to provide you with with tr true happiness um so then we come to christian godly hope and uh, again i'll give you five um quotes from some 
Christian uh, people. Um, most of them I think you'll recognize. Um, the first is from John Greenleaf Whittier. Through the dark and stormy night, faith beholds a feeble light up the blackness streaking. Knowing God's own time is best, in a patient hope I rest for the full day breaking. The next is from John Newton. Our righteousness is in him, and our hope depends upon the exercise of grace in us. But upon the fullness of grace and love in him, and upon his obedience unto death. The next is from J.J. Packer. The Christmas message is that there is a hope for a ruined humanity, hope of pardon, hope of peace with God, hope of glory. Because of the Father's will, Jesus became poor and was born in a stable so that 30 years later he might hang on a cross. The next is from John C. Broger. The hope that God has provided for you is not merely a wish, neither is it dependent on other people, possessions, or circumstances for its validity. Instead, biblical hope is an application of your faith that supplies a confident expectation in God's fulfillment of his promises. Coupled with faith and love, hope is part of the abiding characteristics in a believer's life. And then finally we come to R.C. Sproul. Hope is called the anchor of the soul, Hebrews 6.19, because it gives stability to the Christian life. But hope is not simply a wish. I wish that such and such would take place. Rather, it is that which latches onto the certainty of the promises of the future that God has made. Now, just comparing those quotes, you can already see a major difference between the worldly hope and godly hope. Um, and godly hope is much more deep um, and much more fulfilling than the worldly hope. Um, so here's some Bible verses that speak on hope. So Job 11:18, and we all know the struggles Job went through. As you will feel secure because there is hope, you will look around and take your rest in security. And the next is 1 Corinthians 13.13, 13, a verse that uh, I think we all know. Uh, so now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Psalm 42.5 says, Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation. And next we look at Romans 15.13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then we go to Hebrews. Um, first up, we have Hebrews 10.23. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promises, uh, for he who promised is faithful. And then Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So those verses, along with the, the quotes from those uh, well-known biblical figures, is that hope 
is a biblical principle allowing humanity to be encouraged and enlightened about what godly ways of living um, provide us. As well, it is a strong spiritual force full of power and truth. Hope, according to Job, uh, gives us a feeling of security, allows us to rest and to be at peace. According to Romans 15, 13, um, God will be the one to give us hope, which provides us with joy and peace, and God uses the power of the Holy Spirit to give us that hope. According to 1 Corinthians, uh, hope ties in directly with faith and love. Uh, This means it is a core part of a Christian's life. Uh, and should drive the way that we and as Christians um, live our lives. As Broger states, uh, it is an expectation, not a mere wish. It is a belief without doubt that what Jesus Christ promises us is true. The promise of eternal life, of sheer joy just to be in the presence of Jesus Christ and his Father God. In other words, if we don't have Christ, we don't have hope. To believe in Christ, we must have faith. And Jesus' message was to love um, throughout all of his sermons and, and preachings. Love is a, such a core um, part of, of all of his messages, um, which is what First Corinthians means, um, that these three core principles of life can't stand on their own. They're all entwined together. Uh, So for us as Christians, if we try to live a life, um, whether it be a godly life or worldly life, um, we're going to fail if if we try to pull one of these out. Um, A godly life just isn't possible without without those three core principles. That, that we see in First Corinthians thirteen thirteen, which is faith, hope, and love. Um, and so that is why we see Hebrews six nineteen referring to hope as the anchor to our soul, and Hebrews ten twenty three uh, going on to instruct us to hold unswervingly in our hope, so that we will not allow doubt to creep into our faith for Jesus is faithful and he was faithful all throughout um, even when tempted um, by by Satan himself he he remained faithful and and true um, proving that he is the son of God and and our holy savior everything in hope ties directly into the life of Jesus Christ and the hope of the Old Testament was in God the Father and the belief or hope that one day he would send his son, who is Jesus Christ, to set us free from our sins. According to the Old Testament rules, this could only be done through the shedding of blood, which is why Jesus had to die such an awful death uh, to set us free and to take our sins upon himself, providing uh, the... The, the cleansing that we need in order to, to join our loving Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, in heaven, to live for eternity 
in his glory and, and celebrating his glory. Uh, I, I, I look forward to that day uh, personally, and I, I hope you do too. Um, I, I can only hope that the Lord, Lord comes soon so that I can, I can live that and be in his presence forever because that is going to be just so amazing. Uh, we can't even comprehend it. Uh, as mere humans, we we really can't comp comprehend that. Uh, when we compare the godly hope with the worldly hope, uh, we do see a huge difference as I've compared the two here. Worldly hope is a futile existence. The hope of this world is one that will ultimately end in, in defeat, uh, and it's fleeting. It, it won't last. Uh, and then when we look at Godly hope is one of victory and strength. The, the power of godly hope is beyond what we on earth can comprehend. Uh, it sets us free. It provides us with a future after this life. Uh, as Christians, this should give us joy and, and a peace in our hearts. Uh, it should make us want to share what we have with the world, no, no matter the consequences. Uh, where does this hope come from? Uh, God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Their love for us combined is where our hope comes from. We are called to love our neighbors, and part of that love is a sharing of our hope with our neighbors and with the world. Let us help the world go from worldly love to godly love. That is our calling as, uh, as Christians.